What is up, Tombstoners? Welcome back to another thrilling episode of... Ion There it is. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Josh. Joining me, as always, is Miles. What's up, buddy? Hello. And Chris Howley, my friend. With extra farts tonight, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is a gassy boy, and it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, relent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Moses what? on top of Mount Sinai. <laughs> just give me a burning bush and let this out of me. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Done with the biblical reference. <laughs> Let's talk about the AI Chucky woman named Megan. <laughs> Yeah, we are covering today the first, not only big horror movie, but big movie of the year, because we're only a week in now, Megan, a movie about a woman with absolutely zero maternal instinct whatsoever, <laughs> having to adopt a child, but luckily she happens to be also be a robotics expert. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Gerard Johnstone. If you haven't heard of him, it's because he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, and we've never heard of anything he's ever done. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before we get to the movie, we got some spooky stuff to talk about. Fellas, what did you do spooky this week? This is the first time we're recording since Christmas, so I got a whole bunch of stuff that's like horror-themed. I'll parse some of it out in later episodes in case I don't have uh, a whole lot of other horror stuff going on, but for Christmas, I got these dope-ass puzzles that look a lot like the thing behind me here. Visual aid for our audio platform. Uh, So, they look very similar, but we got, like, all the horror shit across these two puzzles. They're a thousand pieces like, this one's got the girl from The Ring crawling out of a TV. There's all these horror VHSs on the table and posters behind them and masks and shit. Sounds pretty cool. I see Halloween. I see Jaws. Oh, yeah. They're all up in there. And then I got one that's, like, just an ode to the 80s. They're, like, drinking. Oh, this one's shiny. There we go. That's a little better. But we got all the horror characters sitting <laughs> around a VHS, like, an old-school TV watching uh horror movies and eating popcorn and drinking pepsi and shit and uh <laughs> there's like signs of the lambs posters behind them and stuff so these two i thought a really devious thing was if we sat down to do them to mix them together and have a real issue trying to figure oh, out which Jesus. one they go to since they look so similar but yeah that's uh, that's, that's like a saw trap <laughs> <laughs> live <Yeah>. or die <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was the thing, and I made these super cool little xenomorphs on my 3D printer for some tabletop games, so that's going to be horror for whoever ends up playing my <laughs> D&D game that a spaceship lands and everybody fucking dies. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my horror stuff. What about you, Chris? So I got this book. First off, I didn't know this, but you guys should definitely be informed. Uh, on the day after Christmas... Barnes and Noble does a half off everything in the store sale. And so I got a couple different horror movie or sorry, uh, board games. And then I got one horror novel. I was looking to try to get another one, but they didn't have the one that I was actually looking for. So I was like, eh, I'll just wait. Like I have a couple books that I'm planning on reading, but this 
This uh, book in particular is called Horror Store, all one word, uh, with no E. So, like, okay, I should just spell it so that you guys get the point. H-O-R-R-O-R-S-T-O with the umlaut. So, like, the two German dots are. So, like, the whole book is designed to look look like an Ikea. Like, uh, not a directory, like a sales catalog. And... So as you're flipping through, like the, the the plot is that there are like these employees that work at like an Ikea, but not an Ikea. They uh, every day they come into work and the store has been like there's like signs that someone's been in there overnight. And there's been like some crazy shit that went down. Uh, this person who wrote this also wrote My Best Friend's Exorcism, which has been adapted on Amazon Prime. And the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. So, like, kind of kitsch, <laughs> kitschy horror, like, uh, satire, if you will. And uh, so, like, every night they they go, they leave work, and then they come back. And this Ikea showroom, like, certain parts of it have been trashed. So, three of them decide that they're going to stay in overnight. Uh, and you know, hilarity ensues and also terror. Uh, the reviews say it's a treat for fans of the evil dead or zombie land complete with affordable, better affordable solutions for better living, which I think is so funny. Um, especially being the, uh, the Ikea generation where it's like, can I get this cheap, like $35 table? That's going to crumple under the weight of me when I eventually trip over it and fall into it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's a pretty dope book. I haven't really gotten a chance to like dive super into it, but um besides that, there was one other uh I got they have board games half off at Barnes and Noble as well. And I got this one called Gloomhaven. I don't know a lot about it, but it seems kind of spooky. Seems like a serious D&D kind of campaign thing. So Oh, I'm yes s- it is. It's <laughs> a, it's a D&D <laughs> setting is the Gloomhaven is like a country and uh, uh yeah it's some crazy shit happens there i don't know what's in that game but there are like entire books about gloomhaven in the D universe and yeah i think you're in for a treat when you get around to playing that with some nerds yeah and then i don't know if i recorded it in our last episode or if i talked like if i talked to you guys about this or if it was our christmas meetup but the deep house was that in our Secret Santa that was exchange. Christmas. That was yeah. Christmas. Okay. Secrets. Okay. We we talked about this a little bit, but I just want to put this out there for people who would potentially make the same mistake I made. The Deep House is a terrible movie, <laughs> and you shouldn't watch it. And you should not waste your time on a haunted house, but underwater. It's, it's not good. It sounds cool, but it's bad. Yeah, it, it what it has it says uh, it has like all the elements in the description of success and failure. So it sounds like it leaned hard into the failure. Shout out Blumhouse. <laughs> you took a chance and it was a terrible chance to take. Take a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about you, Josh? You do anything horror related? Yeah, I got a bunch of spooky stuff this week. I had some Christmas stuff to return at the mall today, so I use that money to treat myself. I got this new shirt. You guys are gonna love this. 
Oh, Ooh. nice. Ghostface tarot card shirt. Yeah, it's awesome. I just farted oh, twice man. for that one, Josh. Jesus Christ, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for the homies, man. I'm so sorry. Please, God. No, God. <laughs> That's a callback to our 30 Days of Night episode. You should check that one out. <laughs> it's a good episode. It's a good episode. <laughs> but other than that, I got also got a bunch of Godzilla stuff because I'm a God- big Godzilla fan. That's horror-related. We love big monsters. Woo! I got two pairs of Godzilla socks. Noise. Oh, dude. I really, really like the the chibi ones, the black ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Damn. And then I also got this Godzilla shirt. Also looks like a tarot card. Nice. Gojira. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Are those planes bombing him? Yeah, and a volcano in the background. Oh, yeah. It's like all black and white. <laughs> Oh, we'll throw them on the socials. We'll throw all of this on the socials. So for up. Chris's experience. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, we can put pictures of his board games. Yeah. Please don't make me fart anymore, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself. Make a deal! Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that was spooky stuff. But yeah, on to this week's movie. We're talking about Megan. Killer Robot Girl, which I always like to give little nicknames to movie, and Killer Robot Girl is very <laughs> suiting. Because <laughs> this movie is just, uh, it's kind of the Child's Play remake, but with a girl. <laughs> kind of. It's a little different. There's a little different story elements to it, but the the premise of it is exactly the same. It's just a um, fucked up AI. <laughs> <laughs> one, this one, it's, it's the AI is just too good. <laughs> It's, t- it's too soldiers, perceptive, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's small yeah, soldiers. It's definitely, yeah. Megan was about to be like, "I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites." <laughs> 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 Fucking love that movie. <laughs> so, uh, first thing I want to bring up though is the new Blumhouse like uh, tale. What do you call that? The thing at the beginning. The little yeah, like short. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Like now that they got Michael Myers, it like starts with him and it pans through the house. It's so cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. That, they've had that I think since Halloween ends, and oh, yeah, really? it's it's definitely something. It's better than the last one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't see that straight up because I never get in there early <laughs> enough. I, I always try to skip Nicole. Okay, now I'm seeing it. I always try to skip Nicole Kidman. Oh, they got Purge in here. What else they got? Where's Malignant? Oh, my God. They have Babari? <laughs> Barbarian? Where's there? Kakoa? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was actually was, was pretty sick. Not going to lie. It's a lot better than the light moving around a random shack. Yeah, and a chair spinning around. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, what was you guys' theater experiences like? Because I had a bunch of irresponsible-ass parents bringing in eight and nine-year-olds thinking this was a children's movie and leaving in the middle of it when they realized it was not. Like, more than one family came in and more than one family... What in that trailer would tell you that that's for children? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was dumb. It was like, oh, little Susie, what do you want (laughs) to see? I don't even know. Was it PG-13 or R? 
It's PG-13, but there's some some coarse language in there. See, that's the problem. <laughs> they, like, if it had been R, then parents would have known, like, yeah, okay, I definitely can't take my children here. Uh-uh, because Miles' experience with this movie was my experience with Deadpool 2, but they were there on purpose, and they didn't leave. <laughs> they watched that whole fucking movie with, like, a six-year-old. Jesus. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> But Whoa. what was the theater like for you? I feel like we all had different theater experiences. Mine was full of, like, teenagers and, like, an older couple. And everybody was just talking. <laughs> like, even the <laughs> old couple. They were openly talking to each other. There was, like, six different little groups. I went with my co-host, Tammy, from my other podcast. And so we just fucking talked the whole time. Anytime we thought something was funny, we'd fucking laugh loudly or we'd fucking be talking to each other and making jokes <laughs> it was a fun time yeah. so so mine i came in at like right as it started so i didn't really get to see until like the end but it wasn't like a super crowded theater because i went tonight on like a sunday night showing and i would say it's kind of like a normal crowd like there wasn't any teenagers there because I don't know. I don't even know if they're back in school or not, but there weren't any on Sunday night. It was like older, kind of an older vibe, but you know, probably like six people total in my theater besides me. So nothing, nothing to phone home about. I mean, people were laughing when shit was funny though. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Cause yeah, I mean this movie, <laughs> this movie's a lot funnier than Krampus, for example, in my yeah. opinion. Like I think it, I think it hits the comedy like notes properly and, and but i don't i, I, don't I feel like some purpose. of it though isn't supposed to be yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I, I i should i should qualify that that i don't actually know if it's on purpose or not i don't think it is i think some of it is just because it's really dumb but yes i feel know. like that definitely helps it though like even if it's unintentional who gives a shit it makes it i feel like this is definitely a watchable movie like I had a good time with this, even though, like, it's, it's you know, we're never going to come in here and be like, it's about to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> this nine-year-old robot girl, best movie of the year. <laughs> like, well, also, I felt the same way about, like, Violent Night, where, like, I, the parts that were funny, I don't know if they were necessarily meant to be funny, but the fact that I was laughing means that the experience was worth it. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, but it's it's on my list. They're still playing at the theater, so I'm trying to scoop that up this week. Christmas dies tonight, Miles. <laughs> I, f I feel like the only problem I have with this movie is, I mean, I'm sure there's smaller issues, but my biggest problem is that it's exactly what I thought from watching the trailer was that the, the trailer basically shows you this entire movie, except for the ending. Mm-hmm. Like every every single death and cool part is in the fucking trailer. <laughs> like, she also like befriended everybody on Twitter. That was an interesting marketing ploy. Did you guys get that? I assume you did. I used the little emoji thingy when I when I put hashtag Megan. I was uh, put a tweet out where it's seeing Megan, and it had the little character bit next to it. Oh, I got like a notification. It's like disc dump. Do you want to be my friend? And hashtag friendship over <laughs> if you want to opt out. Oh, really? I've gotten that with other movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the uh, first time I ever got that. I was like, I want to be your friend, Robot Girl. Sometimes if you use a hashtag leading up, you'll immediately get a notification that's like, hey, 
Want to keep updated on Thor Love and Thunder? Text this lightning bolt. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't do the, the social media thing for, for this one, but I can only imagine what it was. That was literally it. It was like, do you want to be my friend? And then yesterday I got one. It's like, hey, it, it's in the theater. Did you notice? <laughs> so other than that, that's all they really sent to me. Let's talk about Megan. Or should I say Model 3 Generative Android. (laughs) M3 gone. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, uh, just in broad strokes, let's let's talk. What did you guys think about this compared to the Child's Play reboot? Like, straight up. I feel like that's its biggest competition, and obviously this has come out a couple years later different timing different kind of hype around it but those are i feel like you have to pair these two up and talk about them like in comparison because they're the closest movies to each other well i didn't give the remake of child's play a fair shake so i can't really speak to that too too much but i feel like i feel like that movie performed better than people talk about it but also people just kind of don't talk about it anymore because that's the fucking world we live in movies just disappear Mm -hmm. um but I watched that movie for the first time recently, and I'd say I liked them on par. I thought they were both good. They're just, like, they're good for being exactly what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And they're, like, they're like technological enough that it always seems interesting because it's, like, you're kind of debating in your head, like, the reality of this situation because we are becoming such like a technologically evolved like planet like we have shit like this <laughs> you know what i mean like we have ai's in our goddamn kitchen and you know it's only a matter of time before they become skynet and kill us all and <laughs> forgan <laughs> my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have loved this movie a million percent more if she just the only thing she could say was her own name like a Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably would have been a little better, but I guess I should ask this though: like, when you compare this to the Child's Play reboot, I keep trying to say reboot, reboot. Uh, would you say like are the kills more brutal in this or a Child's Play? And do you like the story more in this or Child's Play? I mean, it's no voodoo magic, so automatically minus five because it's not a Chucky reboot. But uh, I would say I definitely like, even though she's probably in the movie less, I definitely like Aubrey Plaza as the troubled mom more than I like this aunt who has to adopt this child kind of against, not against her will, but against her better judgment of herself (laughs) and like she's a bit of a narcissist like and a very selfish person so like i had a hard time relating to her even though i don't i don't know who you're supposed to relate to in this movie (laughs) because like this movie is for adults so you can't relate with either megan or katie but the aunt is like just kind of a piece of shit just because she's smart, like, that's an excuse to be a horrible person. Like, she has zero maternal instinct. Like she, It's a miracle she knew you had to feed the child. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I liked her because she's a career-based woman. She chose career over family, but family chose her. But she had the choice to give Katie a better life living with her grandparents in Florida. People who know how to take care of her and know that she needs things like toys and an actual bedroom and not to be surrounded by killer robots. I was going to say, but how would she get Ma gone and also the mountains of Colorado if she went to Florida? Like, she's definitely living with the grandparents after the end of this movie. Yeah. Probably. Well, let's talk about... Let's let's just talk about Megan as, like, a design for a killer, right? Like, what did you think of the actual, like, character design? Scary? I'd say she's scary. She's got a very off-putting face. Like, like, the fact that that is a little girl with a fucking mask on is terrifying. She reminds me so much of Annabelle that it's hard for me to take her seriously, to be honest. I thought I she looked funny. Every time that she, like, would come into a room and be like, hello, we would be like, okay. <laughs> this is, like, off-putting in a funny way. I didn't find her scary at all. I yeah. find... Certain times they can make like a, uh, they can just capture kind of the menace of a cold, dead stare from a robot. And I feel like they did it pretty well a lot in this movie where it's just like, that thing looks like it wants to kill you, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a kid's toy. <laughs> but not in like a furrowed brow, Chucky's attacking you. I just mean eyes open and looking at you. And it could be innocent or it could be it wants to slit your throat tonight when you fall asleep. Yeah, actually, I take it back. She doesn't look like Annabelle, and her eyes are really weird. Her eyes are weird. Her eyes, her eyes are, are super weird. disturbing. And I also think that part of the disturbing factor of her character is, like, there are certain scenes where you see her face, and she actually does look like a human child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they nailed some of the facial expressions and not some of the others. Yeah, and it honestly makes it kind of scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think that's on purpose too to like just, you know, to put a distinction between like that it it no matter how good you get it, it's always going to be a little flawed, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. the the uncanny valley they call it where yeah. it's like you can just tell it's not a person, hard to put your finger on it. I found her her hands more disturbing than her Dude, face AI because have, I'm like, what type of weird gloves did they make this child wear? AI have a hard time doing hands too, which is kind of a funny little side tidbit because like when when you see those like AI portraits that everyone's doing now, whenever it does human hands or it makes like AI generated like you could be like Star Wars, but you know done by fucking Kakoa Shaw, for example, and it would, like, make oh. Star Wars with Kakoa Shaw as the main character. Can you imagine that? Can you but imagine it, Spider-Man starring Kakoa Shaw? He would have, like, <laughs> 17 <laughs> fingers, though, because it doesn't know how many fingers humans need for whatever reason. Yeah, it's got faces down pat, but hands, it's just like, I don't know, do you want two or 11? <laughs> <laughs> and if you want two, how many fingers do you want on this bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> I did think that she was kind of menacing. I don't know if I'd go as far to say scary, though, and I think that's why it's a PG-13 rating. And maybe yeah. if there was, like, more gruesome kills. Like, we do get some good kills in this movie. Like, there's one in particular that I thought was pretty decent. They just... The beginning of this movie is pretty slow. Like, the character development and the build of it, it goes on a little too long for me. It's like to an hour. This. 
Yeah, it's like it's not really a horror movie for the first hour. It's like this weird family sci-fi film and then eventually it's like oh yeah we're supposed to make this kind of scary-ish right and things kind of start to pick up about an hour into it yeah megan i feel like megan maybe should have been already complete not this like side project because then you had to do, you had to spend part of the film of like them actually you know her little montage of kicking in the high gear and getting this project done and shit <laughs> Give me a fucking killer robot. <laughs> like, just give me the killer robot. That's what I'm here for. Like, maybe when they had that first thing, instead of its face melting off, and it's like, oh, this is a failed demonstration. It should have leaped off its chain and tried to fucking kill somebody. And be like, oh, it's not, it's not ready. <laughs> <laughs> this weird Furby knockoff really has got some legs to it. Yeah, how creepy were those fucking things they were actually selling? What were those called? <laughs> like life or forever pets or something like that. Petsies or whatever they were with the chattering teeth. Yeah, horrifying they, they were way scarier they should be in the sequel it's Dude. like her minions oh my <laughs> their god butts glowed please, no <laughs> please don't make me relive my furby nightmares of the of the 90s again she definitely like the way they played it out though was pretty good in that it showed that her motivation is business and that she prioritizes her job over the kid when it's like you can have this robot raise the kids. You can focus on what's really important, your job. So, like, it, it kind of, like, all played together pretty well. They just, oh, man, did they beat that dead horse hard. Yeah, it's like, just in case you weren't aware, I don't give a shit about this kid yeah. once again. <laughs> <laughs> she, she forgets about her in the other room. Yeah. She's like, I need to go work in my office for, like, an hour. Can you hold down the fort by yourself? And then it's nighttime. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Katie. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's done, How long were you in there? She was creating a murder bot, bro. It takes time. And focus. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like in this movie, nobody understood how tools work. Like in the production of this film, they're like chemicals and a, what do they call it? A power washer. The power washer has so much power, it throws people into walls and shit. And it's like, that's not how power yeah, washers no. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a fucking fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, all I'm saying is the pressure washer face kill was my favorite. It was pretty <laughs> That lady also gets her hand nail gun to a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can't nail into metal. It doesn't work that way. Like, not from, Especially not from across the room. <laughs> was that the lady who had the insane German Shepherd? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah tammy was losing her mind when she was we knew that dog was gonna die <laughs> well that that dog signed its own death warrant early on in this movie yeah that's what yeah. i said i was like that dog bit the little girl and yeah. it went it it for all intents and purposes thought megan was a real person and yep. went right for the back of her neck <laughs> yeah <laughs> that dog's a menace to society <laughs> and she's like keep your dog on your side there's a five foot hole in your fence You've done nothing, and you're like, why does this dog keep coming over here? Well, they also they keep telling. What is the main girl's name? Gemma. 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 Even though it sounds like half the people say Jenna, but it's, I think I'm pretty sure it's M's. Uh, they keep telling her to fix the fence. The dog clearly caused that hole. It's dog-sized. <laughs> like, it's like Gemma went over and kicked a hole into the fence, and it's like, oh, it just so happens the fucking dog gets out. 
I'm just saying if I have the murder fucking Cujo next door, I'm building a dog-sized punji pit on the other side of that fence. And it's like, come on through, brother bear. Like, you kidding me? That she did thing better was... than that. She built a killer robot. <laughs> fair, honestly. 100% yeah, she... fair. You can't be mad. Can't be mad about that one. She was a super asshole to that lady, though, for no reason at the beginning. It's like, keep your water on your side of the fence, lady. Like, is there? She said it was deadly chemicals, and it's like, it just was water. Like, it, no, if you're putting that many chemicals on your plants, your plants are dead. It doesn't even if it's a plant food, you've murdered your plants. So that definitely wasn't just chemicals. But either way, she was <laughs> upset about it for no reason. Yeah, she's kind of an asshole. We also get that cop that <laughs> this is the cheapest looking police uniform I've ever seen in a movie. He looked like a security guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's providing security for the town, Josh. <laughs> in the mountains of Colorado, if I didn't say that already. Just wanted to make sure everyone knew. And they keep like, everyone who encounters her is like, is that a little girl? She's like, no, it's actually an extremely valuable asset of this mega corporation they let me take it home like what (laughs) you're showing it off to everybody you see you know how everyone in america has ten thousand dollars to buy their kids a toy (laughs) that's what megan is she's a ten thousand dollar robot that they're hyping as the biggest toy ever and the biggest invention in the history of mankind since the birth of the automobile (laughs) So only ten grand. Like, These motherfuckers really thought like we could fly. They forgot we could fly. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? They, like you uh, know what we've done since the, we since we made the car? We went to the fucking moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little more impressive <laughs> than a robot girl. <laughs> We're all holding supercomputers in our pockets, but Elon Musk there saying, "When are we going to have?" Somebody was saying to him, "When are we going to have a robot that does all of our chores for us?" And he was like, there's no cost-effective way that will ever be a thing. You can afford a vacuum. You can't afford a $4 million robot. So everyone is just going to have vacuums. That's reality. So the fact they're saying, this is a $10,000 robot that happens to have the most incredible AI and super strength. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense yeah. to be $10,000. Well, maybe to lower the price, Megan doesn't need to be, as they put in their promotional video for Megan, made out of titanium. (laughs) (laughs) She can stop bullets and protect your children. (laughs) Maybe you could uh, 3D print her bone structure (laughs) instead of making it out of (laughs) very expensive, indestructible metal. (laughs) You know, that would also make it easier to fight back if this thing ever turns against us. Listen, I'm not compromising on my Megan's quality. I want the titanium to protect my children from the bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody call the president's daughter. We need Megan. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly kind of hilarious. Like, this movie has intentionally hilarious things, but to me... The whole commentary on Megan being bulletproof is also kind of hilarious. Like, it's like this is the most cost-effective way to stop like potential like situations with your children where they might be in a gunfight. <laughs> Get this fucking hey <laughs> high out there! Like what the fuck? 
there was that extremely awkward scene where Megan out of nowhere just starts singing the song Titanium to Katie while she's putting her to bed. And me and Tammy looked at each other and just went, what the fuck? <laughs> the music was so on the nose in this movie. Like, later on, she's playing toy soldiers on the piano. So let's get to the horror bits of this. So there's a point, the first time Megan shows, like, the lust to kill is the dog, right? Or is it the little boy? No, it's the dog. dog it's the dog and the neighbor before the little, before the boy, I think, right? Yeah. No, the it's, boy might be in between. It's dog shoved down an embankment little boy and then pressure wash that woman's face. <laughs> neighbor. I mean, the, the dog was, you know, his off-screen kill kind of deal, but the kid that, like, just picked her up and ran off with her, and I swear he was going to sexually assault this doll, and he didn't, and she... Yep, yep, me, we, yep. Yeah. He was giving weird vibes, dude. He took her shoe off and pulled her leg up, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no. (laughs) And they're like, Jason Blum, this is PG-13. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We'll just have her rip his ear off in what looked like the most painful thing to ever happen to a human being ever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, those ears, they stretched awfully far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she turned them into, like, the gremlins, just pulling it hard. But I gotta say, I'm on Megan's side with this one. Fuck that kid. Fuck what that a piece kid. of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His mom seemed to be alright, and he told her to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, when when he turns to the mom and he goes, fuck off, Terry, or whatever her name is, <laughs> the, all the kids, like, we heard, like, all the parents go, <gasps> <laughs> it was great and then we just saw a parade of parents and children walking down the stairs to leave the theater i was like that's what did it huh not the dog murder we're we're upset that she he's using coarse language fine that's fine but then she goes this is the part where you run after he pulls off her or she pulls off his ears and chases after him like a kid on running fours. on all fours <laughs> I could not stop laughing, and my girlfriend thought that was the most effective horror in the movie, and I was like, what? I was, like, torn between the two. I thought it was the most effective horror in the movie, and also I couldn't stop laughing. Like, it was absolutely ridiculous. I love when anything runs on all fours. I think it's so fucking weird looking. Going back to Uncanny Valley, yeah, if a humanoid's running on all fours, yes, it looks stupid. Yes, I want it. I want it in the majority of the film. (laughs) I got Tammy a few times because she had not seen the trailer for this. She had only heard about it. And I knew where we were because of location. And, like, when she starts chasing the boys, she starts chasing them kind of regular. And Tammy was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, you haven't seen anything yet? Because I know this little bitch is about to get down on all fours and start running like a goddamn puma. (laughs) It would have been better if they gave her, like, superhuman speed while she did it or, like, her joints, like came apart and she like did a crazy spider thing but instead she just looked like a little girl crawling like you see that on the playground when you're like out there like that kids just do that i didn't find it scary at all it would have been cool if she had pulled a full general grievous yes (laughs) (laughs) ah kenobi I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose. Fire away, fire away. She also only sings this small part of the whole song and then just goes, good night. <laughs> <laughs> and the like they were like mid-conversation. 
I, why is the kid into a robot singing to like if it was like she just opened her mouth and spotify started playing i would have preferred that to some <laughs> weird little girl's voice singing all these songs to me Honestly, that makes so much more sense. I don't even want to talk about it any further on this episode because that makes too much sense and that makes this movie have a gaping plot hole. <laughs> like, why the fuck would she? She has already... She mimicked the dog voice, like, the dog noises. Like, it's not like she didn't fucking record that, you know what I mean? Like, like she definitely has full capability to play any noise, but no. We're going to hear Megan sing. <laughs> you know who definitely has Spotify? My man, Bruce. That dude was a tank. She has another robot named Bruce, and he's the fucking man. <laughs> when they put on the power gloves, I was like, we're ending with Rock'em Sock'em Robots, bro. This is gonna be dope. Bruce is an OG, man. I fucking love Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the kid gets, like, he gets hit by the truck or whatever. And yeah, it was pretty. It was more brutal than I expected it to be. It's like a blood stain on the ground in one shoe. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. Pet cemetery. But, yes, exactly. Church, Letter. no. <laughs> but she, he, like the cops find his ear later, and the cop did not give a fuck. He's like, "We're treating it like it might be a homicide." That's the last you hear of it. There's nobody talks about this kid again. Yeah, and even he sets it up like he's going there. He's like, "Well, you know, you've been around two murders in two days," and she's like, "Are you are you trying to link the two? And he's like, "God no." <laughs> it's like what? She just laid that all out for you there, dude. <laughs> so then the the next kill of I think five kills in this movie is Chris's favorite kill. What happens in that one? Pressure washer. <laughs> All right, so annoying-ass dog lady who lets her dog trot around in her neighbor's yard. Well, long and short of it, because the buildup doesn't really matter, but she gets, like, in the shed, and homegirl fucking blasts her in the face with the pressure washer, which is such a creative kill, because I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie with a pressure washer kill before, so I have to give it credit just based on that merit. <laughs> I mean there was a little more to it but get your face blasted off by a fucking pressure washer lady we did that movie with Mac I don't remember what it was Chris wasn't here for it with the weed whacker kill I was expecting that kind of quality where she's just like the mutilator the mutilator yes like I thought fall she was, break it was gonna be so weird like but no they actually did it pretty effectively and uh yeah that was probably the only creative kill in this movie really yeah, I mean, you had Pet Cemetery, you had uh, obviously this one. What else did you even have? What were the other kills? She killed the the CEO of Google or whatever the fuck. Oh and, yeah, yeah. The, that d- that dude's his- lisp was killing me. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing like turtlenecks and shit. Like it was so funny to me. Like the way he just was portrayed was like this is not only stereotypical but also a parody of every like one percenter <laughs> and also, he threw his drink at a dude <laughs> yeah. yeah that guy had like mandatory must die like mm-hmm. stamped on his freaking head and his like his second in command like his assistant or whatever that dude stole all the files and uploaded them somewhere and that plot point went nowhere also yeah, it was more just there for Megan to be like, I know you did this somehow. 
And like mm-hmm. she and Megan just like a psychic. She knows this man's been treated like shit. <laughs> <laughs> she has access to all technology, which is also a plot hole because there's a lot more that could have been done there. Yeah, I was waiting for there to be like a mid credit scene where someone found his files and they were set up for a sequel, but they don't set up for a sequel at all. I mean, they kind of do. She takes over the, like, Alexa home thing at the end, but... Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. She was already kind of in there. Yeah. But this, she kills those two dudes with uh, the paper... <laughs> She's like Ultron. <laughs> yeah, she fucked them up. <laughs> like, she psychologically murdered the assistant before murdering the assistant. Like, yeah, she was going to frame the murder on him by trying to force the paper cutter into his hand to put his fingerprints on it. Yep, nope, got stabbed in the head instead. I and love a good, uh, a good like, paper cutter, industrial paper cutter kill. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, I mean, now in a modern office, you're probably not going to see one of those, but that thing, it's literally a fucking machete. Yeah. It's an <laughs> office place machete. Like, can we get that in more movies, please, before it goes out of style permanently? Somebody, anybody out there? <laughs> <laughs> She also that also happens the... in the faculty. Yep. Yep. And Mimic 3. <laughs> haven't seen that one. <laughs> it's, it's clearly the strongest of the franchise since most people don't know it exists. <laughs> but she also fucks up those two like other people that helped design her but didn't kill them. She tried, but she like totally let them live and they popped up at the end like, we brought the cops, we mattered in this plot a little bit. Yeah, how fucked up was it when that dude was getting choked by the fucking wire? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That looked real. <laughs> he was dude. not having a good time. Yeah. Pass me on that, man. I, especially because it's like the assistant's getting killed. Like, come on. The bad guy's assistant? All right. But you got to kill the good guy's assistants. Also, why you got like three quarter length cuffs on the killer robot? Right. Maybe actually put some harnesses on this bitch. <laughs> We've established she's sentient and yeah. doesn't listen to rules. <laughs> clamp yeah. them bitches down. He's <laughs> expector of murder and learning at an exponential rate. <laughs> My favorite part of this movie is when she really, like, turns and is like, okay, like, for real, though, I am a person. Like, we've... We've established that I thought we were friends and stuff. She's playing the piano, and she's like, somebody's like, turn her off, and she's like, are we really there now? You think that's going to work on me, you bitch? Like, that part <laughs> is, like, the best part of the movie, and they end up, like, wrestling around in the living room and shit. That was awesome. I really enjoyed that part. <laughs> yeah, Katie kept trying to come in, and the, she was like, tell her to go to bed and say everything's fine, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I loved that. I yeah. was here for that. I kept like oscillating between like, do I love this or do I hate this? And I think mm-hmm. I fell somewhere in the middle, honestly. Like, I feel like they made Megan have like bad words so you wouldn't sympathize with Megan because I was on Megan's side. Yeah, for <laughs> a lot end, of I'm it. like, I I think she could give Katie a better life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's like, there's a member of the family we didn't tell you about. And we got the rock Bruce. <laughs> Bruce fucked her up. <laughs> I I think it might have been cooler 
not the way they did it, like, because they kind of, they did the fake out where Megan was like, Katie, come kill your aunt with me and we can be together. Like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Katie starts walking over, and the aunt's like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it, maybe it would have been cooler if they had just, like, it looked like the aunt was about to finally beat Megan, and then fucking Katie just walked up and, like, stabbed her or something. And there was, like, a twit, and then her and Megan just go fucking walk off into the sunset together. <laughs> like Bruce comes up and rips her head off. Because <laughs> Katie turned into a fucking psycho. Like, her separation anxiety from Megan, she fucking slapped a therapist and tried to stab her with scissors. <laughs> that should have been it right there. The therapist could have been like, nope, you're out. No more robots for you. Dude. Yeah, that was scary. That was actually effective horror. <laughs> it's like, please no, child. Don't try to murder me. Also, Megan steals a Ferrari. <laughs> Let the woman live. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I really couldn't. I was kind of in the middle of the road. Like at times, I was like, Megan's actually pretty badass, and then other times, I was like, I can't tell if I'm stupid for enjoying this. <laughs> yep, I had that moment too. But she had me as soon as she turned and was like, "I'm an intelligent creature." We've been talking for years because you had to perfect my AI. What the fuck? Like, why have we not been talking about this the whole time, you bitch? Well, I mean, but how did you go such leaps and bounds? You went from having a robot that couldn't talk straight to immediately having the most scientifically, like, advanced robot to ever live that won't stop learning and is trying to contemplate what death is and all this is like like breaks all its protocols and attaches itself to the internet and all the world's information like you're a fucking toy company <laughs> like what the fuck we're gonna kick Hasbro in the dick Small your boss soldiers, said make bro. a make a $50 Furby and you were like bet I got one better how about a $10,000 robot <laughs> and she was sergeant like Sergeant Chip Hazard reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we put little microphones in all of them so we could target ads. And the guy's like, what? Why would you do that? And it's like, that was probably his idea. <laughs> but that's apparently how they yeah, built the AI. He's like, oh, I didn't hear that. And it's like, I'm sorry. Are we all not supposed to believe that our fucking cell phones do that? Because they, they definitely do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Technology is a devil. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, do we have any closing thoughts before we get to how we felt about it as a whole? I liked it when she killed. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were gonna say a name after that. No, just in general, <laughs> I was a big fan of when Megan was killing. The and I'd be here. <laughs> I'd be here for a Ma God, the fourth <laughs> film. <laughs> And by fourth film, I mean M4GAN, the second <laughs> film. The one where she goes to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just jump to that. That's fine. It's like They could, though. They could make a... Because now she's in the fucking like Alexa robot thing. 
Dude, what if they she's... can make a sequel where she's like a hologram that looks like the doll? That would be that cool. All... What if she was the fucking operating software on someone's like GPS on their phone or on their <laughs> Tesla, like their smart car? And it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, gas still coming. Speed, like the movie Speed, where <laughs> it's like you literally can't leave your Tesla because Magon has entered your system. <laughs> Do all of them in fucking one movie. Make, just make her like Ultron. <laughs> She's everywhere. The le- next one should just start with the apocalypse like Terminator. Like, <laughs> yeah. Making the nukes. I do think this movie would have been better if we had gotten a scene where they set her on fire and we thought that she, they they thought she's dead and then she comes out and she's all just titanium skeleton like the Terminator does. <laughs> when they ripped her hair out, she looked pretty cool after that. She actually kind of looked a little intimidating there. Yeah, and you know how most garden shears can slice through a fucking titanium skeleton. <laughs> I want a strength ranking of the Terminator, um, of Chucky... Of Wally, of <laughs> of uh, oh my god, what's his? What's the one robot movie from the eighties? I was Johnny mixed, Five. Yeah, Johnny Five. <laughs> Get Johnny Five in there and Rob from Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Where are we at? Where are we at? Who's who's top tier? I think I think the Terminator has to be number one on this list. Johnny Five, kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Five God tier. People forget Johnny Five started off as an evil robot. He only got struck by lightning and became good. <laughs> Robots from, uh, what is it, uh, the Will Smith movie? What is that movie? I, Robot? I, Robot. <laughs> yeah, those guys come down. and they're just Those are like, some deadly motherfuckers. <laughs> Megan is king. <laughs> we are Megan. The faces on those robots are uncanny valley to a fucking T. Yeah. <laughs> Disturb my ass forever. So, okay, we've kind of established that Chris and I are falling somewhere in the middle. Josh, what did you think of it? Were you in love with this movie? Uh, no. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's the exact level of movie it's supposed to be. There's no real way to improve this movie. Like it's a, it's a fun whole little horror movie. I'll tell you uh, how you improve this movie. You put Kakoa Shaw in. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, hunting that goes robots. Without being said. <laughs> <laughs> but that's every movie. So to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> Kakoa Shaw gets sent back in time like Kyle Reese. <laughs> <laughs> in my future, Megan has <laughs> taken over the world. <laughs> I've come to kill Katie and prevent future war. Every iteration of this movie is another stupid way to spell Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we call this day Titanium Day. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we rating this bad boy? I feel like Bruce is really the only the best way to do it. Bad boy, more like bad girl. Megan. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't want to give this like a three out of five because like I didn't disagree with this movie. Like it's not like I didn't like it. I just feel bad giving it a three out of five because there are other movies that I've given a three out of five that have definitely been better. 
But like like Josh said, this movie doesn't do anything wrong. So I'm going to give it a 2.5 with the caveat that it probably deserves better because it's not a bad movie. It's just when you've seen one of these AI movies, you've seen them all. Right, that's fair. That's fair. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I'd probably give it a 3.5. Uh, I'm not sure I'd ever watch it again. But if it was on like TV or something and I walked by, I'd stop and watch it for a second. Uh, yeah, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. I don't, I don't know if we'll get a sequel, but maybe a sequel could be cool. But uh, I mean, I can't say don't watch it. I would recommend people watch it. I think it was good enough for for people to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I think I liked it more than you guys did. I'm landing in like the. 3.9 territory can we do that <laughs> like almost a four because i've given way worse movies threes like it's it's not a bad movie at all but it's i'm interested to see how they tie it into happy death day and freaky <laughs> they really this, should do is that is this the same universe no but they should <laughs> that would be <laughs> sick that would actually be cool i feel like it's on the same kind of level as far as horror comedy it just has a dumber premise yeah. Give us a Vince Vaughn robot. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Vaughn robot that lives the same day over and over. I want to I see Vince Vaughn do the Megan dance. <laughs> <laughs> also dumb and pointless part of this movie, but it was funny. That was great. That made for <laughs> hilarity every time I saw the trailer. <laughs> Apparently this movie originally was going to be a rated R, but they had to cut it because it was deemed too violent. I would love to see the actual director's cut of this one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely rewatch a rated R cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the, I think that's part of the thing for me. Like, it's very, very hard to capture me in a PG thirteen. Not just for gore, but like, I feel like you're like watering the story down. Period. Yeah, I would have loved a scene like in Malignant where she goes to the police station. I would have loved <laughs> May- when Megan had gotten to the lobby. She just killed everybody there. <laughs> Call 911! <laughs> She's hucking chairs at people. <laughs> it's like, hucking slitting throats. Please, God, help me. God? No, no God. God. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me if Megan hadn't walked off that elevator with the fucking paper cutter in her hand and just started killing like 30 executives, you wouldn't have lost your shit? I was actually is- expecting that because in our group chat, right before I walked in to see it, he said, this movie's basically Terminator. And I was like, fuck you. I was like expecting her to go fucking hard on people like snapping necks and shit. But nope, did not happen. You'll get a kick out of this. I'm reading a review right now that's talking about, it says, uh, let's see. It's incisive, sardonic, and totally mean-spirited. A, a perfect mix. Maybe it's not as shocking as Malignant, but it feels like watching Mean Girls, Queen Bee, Regina George, if someone had given her a knife and a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's pretty spot on, honestly. And they mentioned one of our favorite uh, movies to harken back to on the on the High on Horror podcast, uh, Malignant, Lok Kosha reference. Love it. I re-listened to that episode today because I was running errands. Well, there you have it. Very middle of the road. I'm not going to own it on Blu-ray. Like, I'm not getting the Steelbook. So, you know, it's it's all right. It's not bad. It's not great. Megan. 
It's worth watching though, right? Like I think we yeah. can all agree on that. Like Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I don't even think it's middle of the road. I just think it's 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 exact it's good for exactly what it's supposed to be. I like these type of movies. That's all that matters. I'm just not going to give it a 5 cuz it's not it's, it's not like, <laughs> you know, a cinematic masterpiece it's not like Shawshank it's not, Redemption. Yeah, Martin like, Scorsese <laughs> said when he watched this, he said cinema. Like, this, isn't, this isn't hereditary. This is a fucking stupid robot. Movie. I wouldn't give Pacific Rim a five either. Like, I would love to see Megan show down against Pacific Rim, but in a kaiju. <laughs> we basically giant, got that at the end of this movie. <laughs> giant Megan. I want. I want fucking skyscraper size Megan. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, so. Check us out on the socials, H on H Pod, wherever you get your socials. Fight through that Twitter algorithm. We're not paying for that blue check mark, goddammit. Yeah, fuck Twitter. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, do that. So, stop. Yeah, get up on that social. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. <laughs> I would say Mastodon, but I don't know what that is, nor will we create an account there. <laughs> Rumble. Find us on Rumble. Find us on the Tangelo Network. <laughs> oh, there's got to be a fan page on Rumble. Anyway, uh, also, uh, we have shirts and stuff. Hhonhpod.threadless.com. Might make a Megon shirt. That seems like it would be a pretty good one. Um, yeah. Megon, long may she reign. When the sky bleeds and the ground cries, Magon shall rise once more. <laughs> no god. <laughs> no god. Alright, well, I guess until next time, folks. Remember that life's tough, so why not get my own horror?